Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, football dudes and dudettes. Well, you have survived and made it to week four with some of your favorite teams in the NFC North. I'm your host, Cass. I have your co-host, Mike, on the line, and we're going to cover everything from what we saw in week three and the very important key matchups for week four. So welcome to Football Fan Rush Radio, and happy NFL Sunday. Good morning, Mike. Yeah, we happy because, yes, and who's sitting at the top of the first place of the NFC North, one of the few teams that's still left at 3-0? and The Bears. And we're going to bear down again today. But let's get let's be a little professional. I'm going to let you take back over again. <laughs> that's okay. That's good. And we can, we can kick it off with the Bears. We have quite a few Bears fans listening today, tuned in. I've got oh, we quite always a got Bears quite a few fans, Bears fans listening in. That are, are, man, I've got so many of them in Ford Field right now that are tuned in. I even just, well, I'm even getting love online for this one. So let's start out with this key matchup. This is a big matchup in the NFC North today. Mm-hmm. And also, not only is it a big matchup, it's the biggest test that the Bears have had thus far. It is. It is. That's, that's very true. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, we're going to see how injured is Peanut Tillman, really. We're going to see. Who, well, by the uh, way, not, not to interrupt you, not not to interrupt you, but I know he's listed as questionable. He has gone on record saying that he does plan to not only start this game, he does plan, this is his plan, he does plan to play all four quarters. I'm, I'm wondering if that's a smart decision because Peanut is so key to the takeaways that, that the Bears get, but he really does plan to play all four quarters in this game. And that, that's a big problem because Peanut Tillman only knows one speed, and that's playing at 90 miles an hour. Do you think he should have sat out this game? Do you think the first sign of injury they need to pull him despite how he feels? I'm not going to say he should have sat out, but I will say, and I've said this before, they need to treat uh, the the Lions the way a lot of teams used to treat the Bulls during the Jordan era. Let Jordan do what he does. They made everybody else work. I'm not saying let, let uh, Calvin Johnson do what he does, but he's going to do what he does. Stop everybody else. You can't, on, you, you can't stop Calvin Johnson. You can only hope to contain him. Uh, people called him the, the Megatron stopper Optimus Prime last year, but let's keep something real. He didn't do that by himself. No, he didn't. And on top of that, even if you believe he did that by himself, Calvin Johnson is not going to get stopped on a regular basis by anybody. Yeah, that's 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 another. Yeah, Calvin Johnson is is a beast. You got you have to give it to him. I mean, he really is. He's a phenomenal player at his position. I mean, literally. And honestly, that also the ability to stop Calvin Johnson just got hurt last week when Henry Milton got uh, torn ACL. Because the realistic thing is. If you rush the quarterback, then the quarterback can't throw it to the great receiver. Well, when your Pro Bowl defensive tackle gets put on IR, that's going to affect the overall everything. 
So, so what, what do you like when you're looking at this matchup? What's the first thing that steps out to you as, as key? What are some things oh. that you know Detroit's got the upper hand in? What are some things that you see from the Bears' I don't side? Know any, I don't know if anybody quote unquote has the upper hand on anything. What I will say is there will be tests all over the field. Like this is the first real test for that young offensive line that the Bears have. They're going to find out how strong and how good or not good they are, how much work they will need to do over the years. Because Nick Fairley and Indomitian Sue don't care if you're a veteran or a rookie. No, They're coming at yeah, you. They're they coming at you. Um, literally, that, that's, that's that. One, one thing that the Bears will do well, Reggie Bush is not good at holding on to the ball. And although we don't have Lovey Smith, we have not forgotten how to to poke at the ball, strip the ball, ball punch the ball. They are going for the ball. And Reggie Reggie Bush is by far the biggest offensive game they've gotten this season. Um, what's another thing? Uh on the on the secondary side, the Bears are winning. Even without Peanut Tillman, we have we have good secondary to rotate in the game. We don't have or at minimum we have good cornerbacks to rotate in the game. We have decent safeties, but when our corners are on their game, our safeties don't need to be pro bowlers. They're just covering over the top to make sure in case something bad does go there. Um, we have that. Now, Detroit's secondary is going to be put to the test today. Literally, you have Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey, uh, Martellus Bennett, you have Earl Bennett, and the list could go on. Thank goodness we finally have a receiving core that can receive the ball. Yeah, I, I am. I'm pretty satisfied with the Bears' receiving core this year. That that was forever in the making, just like the O line. But I, there are some really good threats, some really good offensive weapons that Jay Cutler does have to use in this game. And we ha- and I haven't even said one thing about Michael Bush and and Matt Forte yet. Mm-hmm. It, it, he has some threats. <laughs> it is going to come down to, but I'm I can't leave now uh, Detroit's offensive threats out either. Now one of the things that is going to be interesting, their number two receiver is out for a few weeks. Nate Burleson having a pizza uh, pizza accident yeah. and being mm-hmm. a pizza snob that I am, I, I I know what it is to protect that pizza. You want to <laughs> protect your food. It's going. It's going. Yeah, back. but look what it's like, cost him. Look what it cost him. No, no, no. Him. I'm not saying that he made the right it's, decision. It wasn't worth I'm it. I understand it the decision. Wasn't it, worth and it. And it wasn't even a decision. It was a reaction. And I, if it so. was me, I'd have just been at the car wash when it was all said and done. And I don't know if it was really worth all that. That was a pretty big loss for the Lions. It, it really uh, was. Sometimes you just react. There's been plenty of times I didn't put my hand over the pizza. It's like my hand ain't gonna stop that pizza from shifting inside that box. So mm-hmm. he probably wasn't saving much of anything, regardless. Okay, so when we look at that, you did um, you brought up Forte, and I'm looking at the Lions' defense. I don't know what the offensive line will do against them as far as creating holes for Forte to hit. I mean, I, I keep looking that up with your film. 
I've done my best to weigh the options, and the Lions' defense is, is pretty serious. Oh, yes. They're, they're, the, this is actually going to be Forte's hardest game because one of the things is uh, people for, people look at Indominus um, Sue as a pass rusher, and he is. And they look at Nick Fairley as a pass rusher. Nick Fairley stops the run better than most. Yeah, oh, yeah, you got to give it to Nick. You can't take that away from him he, at all. Literally, one of the things that, that is good about Detroit on their front seven is comparable to what people say about Reza Silent. You can't throw the ball on that side of the field. Well, you basically can't run the ball on that side of the field with Sue and Fairley on the same side. You just can't run it on that side of the field. And the biggest problem that I have with uh, Matt Forte, he's always determined to get to the outside. When the outside's not available, run straight up the gut. That's what I like about Michael Bush. He's going to fall forward for three yards at least. And I really wish sometimes the Bears would switch it up. Since you have two good quarterbacks that are serviceable, I mean, excuse me, running backs that are serviceable, let them be serviced. So what do you now when you when you look at it, so you don't think the Bears will give Reggie Bush a shot? You're basically saying that the and, and I do think that the Lions defense will contain Matt Forte. But now let's look at the the passing game overall. You did touch on Calvin Johnson a little bit. Nate Burleson being out is going to it could work in Detroit's favor or hurt or help work in Chicago's favor. It's going to basically say we can concentrate on one side of the field. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's not like uh, one of the things that has worked in Detroit's favor in general is when somebody, like last year, when everybody felt that uh, the Bears shut down Calvin Johnson in that first game. Okay. It'd be a bigger deal if Detroit didn't have a serviceable receiver on the other side of the field. Well, Nate Burleson is a serviceable receiver, so he still had a good game that year. That that during that game, he had a good game. What it's going to do is going to force somebody else to set up. They have great, uh, they have a great tight end core, and they have a great running back that can serve as a second receiver. But it is going to change things. Don't and don't act like that it won't. No, no, I'm not saying that that it won't. It's just, you know, what are we expecting? I mean, I, I can't see him not utilizing Calvin Johnson, no matter what, put peanut Sullivan on him or not. I can't. The man is just way too talented. I mean, he's one of the few people who reminds me a lot of what I see from Martellus Bennett. He will go up, and he will get the ball out of the air. He will score for you. I mean, the, the yardage that he gets, he is a true threat. And I'm just wondering, with peanut Tillman determined – to cover him, and he's already listed as questionable, if that's going to even be a good matchup if Calvin Johnson actually has the upper hand in that matchup. I, cause Calvin mm-hmm. is I, 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 I completely and utterly understand. My my question is more or less, is more or less, can they, just from the eye test, and to put it bluntly, I just feel like the Bears have an overall upper hand. I think that today's game is going to be more about field position than anything. 
Because so here's something that I don't. Of, this is something that I don't like, though, coming from from the Bears, with the exception of the Steelers. If the Bears can't pull it out in the end, like these games have come down to the very end of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Not even with the exception of the Steelers. Not even no one walking into the fourth quarter. You basically got the home stretch. The other team's tired. They can't keep up. You beat them on the defensive and offensive side of the ball. They're not going to – I don't see them getting that leverage in this game. And I also agree with Coach Trestman when he said as far as he's concerned today, the team is 0-0. Zero and zero. This is a really yeah. big matchup. I love that statement. 0-0 zero with 13 weeks left in the season. With a 13-week season. Yeah. I love that. So I don't know if this is going to – I don't think this is going to be an easy game, and I don't think the Bears are going to run away with it. And if it's going to be another game oh. where it comes down to the final minutes in the fourth quarter, that's got to be scary because I just can't see another team letting them off the hook. Yeah, I don't see nobody – see, that's the thing. The only team I believe – I think the Vikings let the Bears off the hook, but I think the Bears took – that game against the Bengals. I will give you maybe that the Vikings well, let them off the hook. And I do believe the Bears have the ability in what in what Mark Trestman has instilled in them and even our fans like myself, we're not panicking anymore. And the Bears aren't panicking. They used to have a level of panic. Even when they were winning, they would find a way to lose at the last minute because they would have panic. Well, they're not panicking anymore, and that's what I most like about the Bears and what's going on. That's what I want, I want to see. I, I really want to see that today. And, of course, we always want to hear fans' thoughts. Fans can call in, be it Bears fans, Lions fans, or just fans of the sport. You can give us a call, 642-200-3724. You can share your thoughts or just, you know, your opinion of your favorite team in this matchup. So with with concluding this matchup, because next we're going to go to the U.K. and talk about my favorite team. But what do you see? Do you have a point spread? And I don't have do a point spread. Honestly, do who, and who do you honestly think the winner will be? I know you're a huge Bears fan. So Bears fan. Well, I mean, um, I'm a football fan but, in addition to being a Bears fan. And one of the things is I've watched multiple TV shows all week. I've listened to multiple podcasts, sports talk radio, and I'm going to be honest. I'm going in the other direction of what I've heard everybody else say. Multiple people have said that they believe the Steelers are going to win this game. And I'm looking like, yeah, wait, wait, both wait, wait, teams might on, be holding three. Wait, 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 wait. The question was for the Bears-Lions game. <laughs> oh, Bears-Lions. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was yes, moving a little too fast. Oh, a Bears win. Bears win. I'm not being. Oh, I don't have a point spread for that one. I'm a Bears homer. Okay. I, I do. I would not be surprised if that game is decided by less than a touchdown. Uh, I also wouldn't be surprised if it was decided between seven to ten points. But more than that, that's going to be a. But I, I'm expecting a, a close game on that one. I'm expecting a close I'm, game. Yeah. I'm expecting I mean, a very close game. I hate that I have to pick one team over the other because I'm I'm dead even with both. I mean, I this is like either team's game. About I wouldn't be surprised about the Lions winning. I expect the Bears to win, and that has nothing to do with being a Bears fan. I just think the Bears are a better team. 
I think they're a closely matched team, but I still put the Bears have a slight edge. Let's see, the the Lions have so much to prove that they can yeah. hold down a number two spot in the NFC North. So this is this is going to be a great matchup. This is going to be the football that we grew up watching in the black and blue division. I think we are really going to see some black and blue division football today. So as of right yeah, now, I'll, I'll agree with show, that. I'll have a decision. But as of right now, I'm still up in the air as to who the victor could be in the Bears-Lions game. So mm-hmm. while I'm pondering that, I'm sort of happy that my Vikings won't be pondering anything today. They'll be more castling it in the matchup against the Steelers in London. And you were going to start off by saying a few things, and, and you're going to say something that I completely, completely agree with, and that's just how everyone is looking at the Vikings and how all of a sudden the Steelers have become like this great team. And I know I've been I'm watching, like, have you been watching the Steelers? Like you, and I'm... Hmm. Right, the, the Steelers. The Steelers got a safety immediately in their first game. The Steelers got their butts whipped in their second game. The Steelers got destroyed in their third game. Uh, that's the the things that are. There are some things that are working in the Steelers' favor, like uh, they're getting their running back back today. They're getting their safety back, but. Their problem hasn't been their defense, although the defense has been horrible. Bears uh, scored over 40 points on yeah, them. Yeah, I, 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 I I'm not impressed by their defense either. So I'm looking at a lot of analysts and a lot of commentators, and I'm like, unless someone's telling them something else in their ear, I've gone back and I've, like, sat through whole games with popcorn. Like, maybe uh, I missed something in watching them, especially what? last week. Maybe I missed something. I mean, like, literally, their biggest problem is still their offense. They can't get an offensive rhythm. They just cannot get an offensive rhythm. And I think one of their biggest problems outside of injury is their offensive coordinator. He's the most stubborn offensive coordinator that I've ever come across. And he's been expected to be so great ever since uh, ever since the the uh, Cardinals went to the Super Bowl, but Todd Haley hasn't done much of anything since then, other than lose. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't know if this is just the redemption game from the Steelers. So many other, uh, I, I'm just just surprised at so many other reports coming out. I mean, the Vikings, my Vikings. Do I don't have think people are. Picks, I don't think, and it's national... not just the quarterback. I don't think some of these national pundits are watching the same Steelers that I've been watching because I swear they're picking the Steelers based on reputation, not based on what's been on the field. I mean, literally, the Vikings haven't been great either, but the the Vikings have been in every game. They've been in every game. They have. They have. These these have been some, with the exception of the very first game with Detroit, where I, I don't, I can't even explain that. Even watching it again, I I still had no words. But watching the other games, I mean, these have been some very, very, very close games, and the defense is just killing it, playing their little hearts out, God bless them. But I, I just don't, I don't see that from the Steelers. In fact, the most points the Steelers have scored so far this season was against the Bears, and the Bears still dog-walked them. So I don't understand what everyone else is saying. I don't know if if they just want 
Big Ben to win a game in London. I don't I don't know what it is, but I <laughs> I didn't even I, think about that. <laughs> Big Ben. Yeah, and, I'm and, like, is this what it is? Because I I really don't see. Not to say that they are a bad team. They just haven't pulled it together this season. I don't know what's happening. It's like, well, what was that like? Sesame Street or something? One of these kids is doing their own thing. Well, all of them are, and I don't <laughs> like no. I, doing anything that works together, and I'm so confused. I mean, I was watching the defense, the Bears come, come at Ben Roethlisberger, and I was like, was anybody going to protect him? Like, where are your people? It was the, it oh, was the craziest thing. I'm like, yeah, this might as well run up to him and be like, just give me the ball, G. Ain't nobody going to help you. Come on. Like, After I mean, my county went bad. down, it was it was over with. <laughs> it was so I'm like, am, am I seeing something different? Did they do something different in one week that would honestly make me think that they're just going to come in and rip the hearts out of Viking out of the Vikings and the Viking fans? I just don't see it. It, it is literally off pure reputation. Pure reputation. Now the only thing that I don't want the Vikings to do, I'm going to take one of your favorite phrases. Matt Castle is. You feel he's not in there. To win the games is not to lose. I don't want the Vikings to, to lose. Right, the don't, games. don't. I but I also don't want. To, I, I, I like that you're picking that phrase, but I also don't want them to think Matt Castle is their savior. Well, there's more than just a, a quarterback issue going on with the Vikings. So, honestly, to see how they've played on the defensive side of the ball and the fact that they are putting numbers up on the offensive side of the ball, they're just not finishing well. Once they get back to click, we'll see a lot more wins. They are not finishing well. And I'm not saying that they're running out of gas, but they're, it's obvious Antoine Winfield is, is definitely missed. I mean, Jamarcus mm-hmm. Sanford is, is really good, but he's missed some key plays. As I honestly believe, this is so weird, and I, even if I take heat for this, had there been an Antoine Winfield in the game, Martellus Bennett catching that ball in the, in the Bears game might not have happen that way. But, you know, we we, you know, we have to take our losses where they are. I mean, he, he beat the man down the field. He caught it right at the end zone. It was a great pass from Jay Cutler. You know, so... I will... Uh, but at the same... Go ahead. I will disagree with you in that he wouldn't have been as open, but I think the size of Martellus Bennett would have still won out. You know, I don't even know. I don't think right he would have been There were so open. many other takeaways that I think could have been had. It's just our, our secondary. And, and we went to the U.K. with uh, a, a limited secondary already. We, we're, we're hurting, and then we're physically hurting in that position. So that, and that makes me a little nervous because, to me, right now, aside from a lot of things that Ponder was doing, and Ponder is not horrible. I just don't know if he's the right starter for the Vikings. But our secondary is a little weak. They're, they're a little weak at, at that position. I hate to say it. I, I really do. But, you know, hopefully they've worked a lot of things out. They ran some great Kings. They had a beautiful practice field. I mean, they they went over there and they just got love. They treated like kings. Like it's almost nobody over there knows they're zero and three. So yay, <laughs> don't tell anyone. And that's and hopefully that spills over into the game today. I really want to see them stay focused. 
with this defense and the way the defense has played this season, I mean, looking at the past seasons with the Steelers, yeah, I would expect him to truly, truly contain Adrian Peterson. I don't know how well they'll contain him today. I, I just, See, I one of the things that I think is working in yeah, – let me let you finish your thought because you, you bring up the U.K. aspect of it. One of the things I think is working in both the Steelers and Vikings' favor – is that they're in UK, and they don't have to deal nearly as much with their own personal fans. I'm sure there have been some people that have traveled from Minnesota and traveled from Pittsburgh to go to the game, but it's not the same. Uh, most of the people in those fans that are that are American football fans might be fans of the Bears, might be fans of the Steelers, might be fans of the Cowboys, might be fans of the Niners. They're football fans, not necessarily Vikings and Steelers fans, and they will have the opportunity to concentrate on playing football instead of having to concentrate on competing with home field advantage or something like that. Okay, so it says you, you feel like both teams being over there takes the pressure off. Or a little bit of pressure. I won't say take the pressure. So they're both fighting for a win. These are professionals. They they definitely have. And and they're definitely, you know, both teams that are trying to, you know, they're both breaking bad. Like somebody's got to come out of there with the win. So Mm -hmm. they do have that pressure on their back because they're both 0-3, which nobody expected from either team. At least no no one expected. I, I didn't from either team. And, you know, growing up as a little girl, I was, sort of a Steelers fan in a sense, so I really didn't expect to see what I'm seeing now. I don't even understand what's going on with the Steelers. Every single paper looks like it should work, and then you turn on the TV and you're like, what is he, where is he going? So it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. I just hope the Vikings take advantage of it. I mean, even just now learning that the Vikings defense is tied for first in the NFL with six interceptions, I mean, that's and Ben Roethlisberger has thrown for four, so hopefully we can take advantage of that today. I mean, there's there's so many things that the Vikings can take advantage of and walk away with the win, and that's what I hope they capitalize on. But there's still mustache. So. I mean, one of the things that uh, Ben Roethlisberger is going to spend a lot of time. I hope he's got on his running shoes because Jared Allen always has on his running shoes. Oh, and with that offensive line being rather crappy, um, I don't expect a million sacks by Jared Allen. I do, but what I do expect is a lot of rushes, a lot of hurries, and quite possibly, working in the Vikings' favor, a lot of turnovers. Because literally. He doesn't have a well, if anything like uh, the Bears game, yeah, it's going to be tons of time. I, I, I'm so serious. I think they just ran up to him and was like, this is going to be the ball. Like, I don't think. <laughs> just give here. Right, just, just stop. Don't even try to throw it. So, okay, fall down. Well, um, like, I, as a Bears fan, I appreciate was, the fact that the Bears thought, thought to ask. Thank you. Just, just, just man, ask again today. Hey, just fall down. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> just going to give it here. I appreciate the fact that the Bears defense thought to say, just going to give it here. Uh, but Jared Allen, I swear, he eats monkey brains for lunch just before the game just to get him fired up. Wow. That's... Yeah. 
Uh, he, he on that football field. Here. I mean, on that football field, he looks crazy, and that's the type of he looks. There's certain players that are on the field. They have just that that give that crazy fear in their eyes. Mike Singletary, <laughs> Ray Lewis, uh, Jared Allen, and Dominican Sue. These are the players that I, Terrell Suggs. These are the players I don't want them running at me. People talk about I wouldn't want somebody <laughs> running at me in a dark alley. I don't want somebody running at me looking like them in the daytime with eighty thousand fans looking dead at them with people on TV. They've got all the witnesses. I mean, in the I, world. I, I can't, they are coming I can't to even name crush I mean, you. you. Dude, I, I would even add Chad Greenway or whatever. I mean, there. But Jared Allen is there's, pure adrenaline. It's like that when that whistle blows, and that's that's it. Jared Allen is hungry. And he means it, and he he like goes for blood on every play. Mm-hmm. He's coming. I mean, literally, it, it, it's like man, um, quarterbacks are like, did y'all feed him before this game? Because he looked like he's trying to eat me. <laughs> he looks crazy after a sack. So if we if like, we man. were to go ahead and and wrap it, this one up, so that we because we I still want to touch on Green Bay. And I know Green Bay is going to buy, but just some things that they can do, what they're suffering from, and how they can come back out. Because when they come back out, they're definitely matched up in a C North matchup against the Lions. But in wrapping up this game, this UK matchup with the Steelers and the Vikings, who do you think will have a better game and, and honestly be the victors of this game? And even do you have a point spread in mind? I think, no, I don't have a point spread in mind. I'm. Um, but I literally think this is going to be a high-scoring game, not because one offense is better than the other. I'm thinking that this is just going to be a high-scoring game because both both offenses are playing with some desperation and some determination. And literally, I think the Vikings are going to win. I think the Vikings are going to win. I don't think the 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 uh, the defensive line is going to have an answer for Adrian Peterson. Notice we didn't talk much about AP. AP's going to get off. No. No, he better. He, this, this is a great advantage for him to take. It, it, it really is. This, this is a great He's going to have game. 295, 296 yards. Uh, that's just on running. That don't include his all-purpose yards. He's going to have a good time today. So I literally am seeing the Vikings win, and I will concede that that has nothing to do with it being an NFC North homer, but as an NFC North fan, I see more NFC North games than I do see AFC North games. And because I don't see nearly as many AFC North games, I may not have the respect for the Steelers the same way I have for the Vikings, but oh well, I'm an NFC North fan. Sorry for you. Well, I I get to see them, see them all, but I mean, you saw the Steelers coming to the NFC North last week, and that's pretty much how they've looked so far this season. Mm-hmm. Now, even before I predict my winner, because this is the only thing keeping me out of first place, because I love the Vikings, and I will continue to. I'm a diehard fan. We, didn't, we also, with, with, with Matt Castle, we didn't talk that much about the switch from Ponder to Castle. I know a lot of the receivers did leave comments all week. They they like the communication that Matt Castle has given them in practice, and they like working with him. But what do you think we'll see in the game? Uh, before we get that far, 
I want to talk about how everybody has put in air quotes that Christian Ponder is quote unquote injured. <laughs> and I'm like, the coaches just the coaches just didn't just didn't tap out and just say no. We want Matt Castle. That everybody, no one believes that that Ponder is injured. I want to talk about that, but. Even beyond that, I literally He think, says he's injured. The coaching staff says he's injured. He's injured. And I don't think there's okay. a Vikings fan that will argue with you. He's injured. No, 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 no. Matt Castle okay. was playing. Injured or not, I what still thought it was funny that everybody <laughs> put it in an air quotes. <laughs> I still thought that was funny. You're not going to tell me that wasn't funny. I'm sorry. He could, he could have shattered knees, broken ACL, MCL on both knees, uh, all four fingers busted and thumbs busted on both hands and a concussion and, and knocked out in a coma. <laughs> Nobody believed it. <laughs> that was hilarious. But one of the things that I do like about uh, Matt Castle, he won't make, sorry for saying this, the same bonehead decisions that Ponder was making. It's like, he would have somebody completely and utterly open on one side of the field. He'd throw it into triple coverage. Or he'll have yeah. all of the yeah. receivers it's open his... and and nine men been stacked in the box for Adrian Peterson. He'd still give it to Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson, I swear it looks like he turns around and looks at him like, seriously, you just gave me the ball. I swear. I mean, so it, one of the things is whether he's injured or not, it's a smart decision just to find out. We find this man. Let's see what we can do with him. Let's see. Um, yeah, because let's they see have what to. We, can do with him. we we got to find out is he going to be our quarterback of the future, or is it time for us to move on? So I literally think Damn. that's a good decision. And I think another part of that that UK factor. This is the best week to pull that off. Because if they were here in in the US, they would get a lot more questions about that. They're going to get a lot less questions about that. Yes, the the big stations are going to be there. Your Fox National, Fox One Sports is going to be there. Your CBS, your ESPNs, all of them are going to be there, but not nearly. But as it's like many. like we said earlier, yeah, that that pressure, that that hometown, you know, good old USA football pressure is is just off awesome of them right now, and they're really right. focused on getting a win. Somebody has to win. Now, I just got a question, and so I'm going to throw it out there for you. I'll just ask the question. Of course, we got to go to good old MVP if uh, poor Matt Castle gets hurt in the game today, starts with a concussion or anything. But I do have someone that just asked what our thoughts are. Should Christian Ponder be replaced with Josh Freeman? since uh, it looks like Josh Freeman wants to find him at home. Yes, 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 and more yes. (laughs) I, 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 you know, I put that out there yesterday. Like, maybe that's somebody that, you know, the the Vikings. Uh, Did I I I say yes enough times? No, no, you didn't. Go ahead. One Um, one more? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I mean, like, literally, there's a couple of reasons why Freeman is better. He can run because they're, they're, the offensive line is not holding up. So, honestly, I'll compare that to the Raiders when they were trying to decide did they want Terrell Pryor uh, to be the starting quarterback in Oakland. Well, the answer was yes to me because 
But with the horrible offensive line, you want the person that can at least get away from the mad dogs that are coming at him. So I, I think Josh Freeman in Minnesota would be great for both Freeman and Minnesota. Get a get a new start. It just yeah, I, like I, I totally wouldn't be opposed to that. I really, I really didn't. I didn't think that was, and I don't think that's a bad question. So from my oh, view, there's your answer. Uh-oh. No, I'm sorry. I just saw something that just hurt my feelings. What was that? Uh, Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless picked Chicago to win. I'm much more confident when he's picking against the Bears. <laughs> I'm gonna say, were well, you just jinxed? The I mean, but he's he's looking at. I mean, he is. He's he's. He picks the team that he always picks. He always picks New England. He always picks Dallas. He always picks RG three. So, so now you think your Bears are now jinxed, and you think the Lions are going to win? I just like when the Bears have a reason to, to 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 to. The Bears do much Throw better people when people around. are picking against them. See, the Bears love being the underdog because even the Bears are listed as point favorite underdogs by two and a half points today in Vegas. So now I do believe that two and a half point underdog is more about uh, people are picking the home team. But one of the things people forget is the Bears do well better in a dome than usually the dome team. That's why the Bears was like, finally we got something good to run on. Whew. We can actually run. That's why the Bears have done well in Detroit. That's why the Bears have done well in Minnesota. So that's okay. I digress. You were asking about Josh Freeman. <laughs> so you did. You gave your 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 fifty five yeses as though you were Daniel Bryan from the WWE. So yes, you feel that. I only said that 55 that fifty five times. Fifty six yes. Fifty seven yes. Fifty eight yes. Fifty nine yes. So you yes, do feel okay. that's something that the Vikings should look into. So I think that's something that our listener for that I question. can run down a list of teams that they should look into. I can think of at least one other team in Florida should be trying to get Josh Freeman. AKA okay, so what team do you think should try to get Christian Bonner? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, honestly, I think there. I, I still do think Christian Ponder is slightly better than Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> I don't think, uh, but I think I, I think Christian Ponder would be actually a, a good serviceable backup. He's so, not a horrible the, quarterback. I just don't think. No, he's not a horrible he's quarterback. He's in the right but, team. I don't. I just don't think he's at the right team. Well, it's not even that he's at the right team. I don't think he's ready to be a starter. He might eventually become somebody's good starter. But he wasn't ready for it. Well, he needed Minnesota is not not the not the shot. Yeah, he did. He he needed, he just wasn't. I mean, he just wasn't a Andrew Luck. You know, he 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 just wasn't that. I think he could develop into a, a really really good quarterback. I don't I, I don't mean, think he he's can't... horrible by any means, but I just don't think he's the right starter for Minnesota. I mean, if you look at the last two three years of rookie quarterbacks. He came into the NFL at the wrong time. If he came into the NFL five years ago, six years ago, 
he would have sat on somebody's bench for a while. But these last three years, these rookies have come in and done a good job. He came in, I'm saying, didn't he come in with uh, the same season, uh, Carolina's quarterback? Cam. Yes, he came in with Cam Newton. Mm -hmm. Yes, and Cam Newton and a couple other quarterbacks had decent seasons. Uh, Jake Locker is proving that he actually is a decent quarterback. He came in actually in the same season as Colin Kaepernick. It's just Kaepernick didn't start right away. Then you have the following season uh, when Andrew Luck and RG3 do well and Mm -hmm. Russell Wilson. And then this this year you have... Uh, Buffalo, DJ Manuel, New York Jets, DJ Manuel, Geno Smith, uh, yeah, Geno Smith. Smith, They're just doing well. So literally, yes, some of these owners and these GMs are like, well, we drafted this quarterback, put him in, and teams have to know it's time to put him in. I mean, let's keep something real. Aaron Rodgers. They also have to know when it's time to sit him down. Right, Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. Aaron Rodgers was yeah, nearly yeah. as good when he got to the league as he was when he finally started. So, and, and, and you know what? And, let's, let's, and, and who he had his to follow. His arm strength was not he, the greatest when he got to the NFL. It, it wasn't. So let's wrap up. Um, of course, I'm definitely going to pick the Vikings today. I think this is going to be the Viking, the game that the Vikings actually finally get their first win. They should definitely, in my eyes, already be Two and one, but they're not. They're sitting at zero and three. Hopefully today they walk away as one and three, and the Steelers come back home and try to figure out why all these other people are running around on the field doing their own thing because it's what they've been doing. The Steelers do have to pull it together. They look great on play, paper. They have some great players. They've got to pull it together. I think this is advantage for the Vikings. What do you think? I do. Um, the Vi- the Steelers got get Le'Veon Bell back. But I don't think that's going to be enough. I, I don't either. So we're both going with the Vikings, and then we're just we're going to segue because we just started talking about Green Bay and and Aaron Rodgers, who is he's he's an awesome quarterback. You know, we of course both of us are rival teams against the Packers, but we just cannot deny Aaron Rodgers and his style of play and and what he is as a quarterback. And he did have a tough act to follow, I mean, following Brett Favre, but like you said, he was coming off the bench. He had time to become what he is now. He had a great person to follow. He had an amazing quarterback to follow. And he had time to work on his arm strength and and to get to know it and work with that receiving core that he had and the backs that he had and the coaching staff. So he had time to develop, which I agree, that's something Christian Ponder did not have. So he's just sort of just kind of thrown into the mix and expected to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it 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 is always good. So with now with us talking about Green Bay, Green Bay is on the bye this week. One of the few teams with the early bye outside of the the Panthers. And I really, a lot of people look at the early bye weeks and they're opposed to them, but I really think that this week. Green Bay needed this. Green Bay needed this to get focused. They yeah, got they need, that they are healing this from injuries. Go uh, ahead. They needed it. They needed it. But what I hope, for their sake, 
as a Bears fan, uh, people might be shocked uh, that I'm saying this, but for their sake, I hope it doesn't come back to bite them in the behind later in the season because they don't have a later, a later uh, bye week. But yeah, they needed it and they needed it now. Yeah, they they. I think this this for. I, I think it was a bad time for the Panthers because the Panthers finally pulled it together and they were like, okay, this is it. Now we're back on the roll. You know, now now we we've got it all together and oh, now you got a week off. So now you got to pull it. You got to get back into the rhythm again. For Green Bay, I just I mean, we got a few people that are playing playing just coming off injuries. I mean, it's it's a lot going on in Green Bay and yet they still don't look horrible by any means. And if they pull it together and really work on some things after this bye, they could honestly shut Detroit down. Who, who, did, a pretty who did Green Bay play in week two? What did Green Bay play in week two? Yes. Let's go see. They played honest. They started with the 49ers, cut it. Right. So let's take a look. Let's see who Green Bay played in week two. Because if I'm not mistaken, week two... Well, week two, didn't they play Washington? I'm waiting for it to come up, but I thought they played... Um... Yes, that is. That's who they played, Washington. Literally, they still... They probably had the hardest... Uh, the hardest schedule in the NFC North by far. Oh yeah, they they. I mean, they've got the Lions when they come back from the bye, the Ravens, the Browns. You know, kind of beating their chest a little bit and drinking Kool Aid. Of course, the Vikings and the Bears. They've got the Eagles. We've got to see how that pans out. They've got the Giants, who's another team fighting for their lives. They the Falcons, the Cowboys, and the Steelers. So they 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 do. They have a pretty meaty schedule. That's coming up. So to me, I think they needed this by now to regroup, to pull it all together, to get it back together. Because when they hit the field, they're hitting the field for the rest of the season. They got to hit the field hard. They got to play hard and smart football. And it's, and that's what we've seen from Aaron Rodgers. Though Aaron Rodgers has been sacked one billion and one times, he still has been able to get it done. Mm-hmm. So I think um, I think the bye. I think the bye came at the right time for them. Not so good for the Panthers, yeah. in my opinion, but definitely for Green Bay. And with mm-hmm. Green Bay coming back, I guess so. Do you think that Green Bay has an advantage and can honestly, honestly beat the Lions, or does it depend on what the Lions do in the game today against the Bears? I mean, honestly, this NFC North division is going to be a close battle through the end. So I don't think it's an advantage, disadvantage in any direction because literally it's going to be a close division. One, two, and three, in my opinion, it's probably going to only be decided by a total of two. The the distance between the first-place team and the third-place team is probably only going to be two games. The fourth-place team might not even be that far behind that. Yeah, it's, 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 and they all have pretty pretty serious schedules. This year, but as far as I mean, what we see from the Lions today, is is today's game going to determine what Green Bay is up against with the Lions when they come back from their bye week next week? Yeah. 
Yes, no. It's just going to be, <laughs> maybe. It's just going to be close. Uh, but uh, I would like to see the black and blue division return. So I well, really want to get a matter of today. I, I just want to see it to the point where there was in the last five years there has been times that it was just one or two teams you knew just was at the top of that division. I want to see it as you have no idea, none whatsoever. And I literally think that's what we're going to see. And to get back to your question, I don't know if it will serve as a disadvantage. For for Green Bay or for the Lions? Like, what are you? I don't. What I'm saying is, I don't know if it would be a huge advantage for Green Bay or the Lions that they're coming back against each other. Yes. Coming off of a bye week usually is in the favor of the team that just came off the bye, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. Well, what what the question that I'm asking is not necessarily with them coming off of the bye. Now that they're a little bit rested and and they've given a few injured players time to heal, what I'm saying is what we see, the type of play that we see, and how the Lions actually play and contain the Bears today, or if the Bears actually are able to contain the Lions in the Lions' home and be the victors, is that going to be the determining factor of the outcome for the Lions and Green Bay game from what we've seen from Green Bay in the first three games? See, the thing is, it'll be – I'll put it this way. If the Lions lose, it'll be a better game for the fans next week in general. If – because the the, – uh, Green Bay is already coming off a loss and wants to win, and if the Lions lose, they will be mad coming off of a loss. It's always, to me, too, a great game when both teams are coming off of a loss because nobody likes that, that taste that's left in their mouth. So it, in that factor, it will depend on how well the Bears play today. Does that make sense? Yes, okay. no, maybe that, was, that was that. Yeah, that was the question that I was asking. <laughs> uh, I, I got lost there for a moment. Thought I lost you. Like, okay, we're not. No, that, that, uh, that's that what I was. No whatsoever. That, yeah, that's kind of what I was asking. I was like, okay, this, is this a determining factor, or do we just off the bat feel with the style of play and everything that Green Bay is working with? If they could, if we knew, they could guarantee you a win in Detroit. Detroit's confusing me a little bit, but I still think they can pull it off. I'm still up in the air. We have come to the end of the show. I'm still up in the air. If the Lions will take it or if the Bears will take it today, definitely believe that the Vikings need to take this. This is a must-win for the Vikings. It's a must-win for both teams, but I really believe that the Vikings have the advantage. So I'm praying that the offensive coaching staff, the offensive coordinator for the Vikings, does call the right plays, and hopefully Matt Castle comes in, he does his thing, and they get to come home one and three back to the States. Definitely feel like this was a great week for Green Bay to have a bye that gives them a chance to regroup. They've got a pretty heavy schedule all the way through the end of the season, and they've got some fights to put up, so I think this is the perfect time for them to have a bye. So I know you're going with the Bears today. 
I don't know. It's like I'm still looking for a reason to help me with my decision because all I see is the Lions' defense stopping the run, but then there's a a, a Tim Jennings and a Marcellus Bennett. Like, I don't know what to do with this game. I don't know that just know. means it's going to be a better game. <laughs> When you have no it, idea it really whatsoever. Is. I think it's going to be a great game, especially for the NFC North. I, I totally feel Coach Trestman is 0-0. Is zero and zero. Like, it comes down to this. These are the best conference games ever. And I'm, really I'm, I'm going to put it this way. Football Coach, Coach Trestman breeds confidence, literally because even when the Bears went to the Super Bowl, Lovey Smith still never said nothing that made me confident. Coach Trustman was like, man, we won 100-0 to zero last week. What that mean? We played a bad team. We got to play a good team this week. So we got to act like we're the worst team in the NFL. He does not – he – he. and this might be saying a whole lot, but Trustman reminds me of Belichick. He ain't getting too excited. He ain't getting too down. He seems prepared when he comes in the game. Like, this is – yeah. I knew they were going to do that. I just and like that he's, he's just a, a – I like that he's real a coach. He, he, he really is. Like, okay, great, we have a bunch of W's, and yes, that is what counts, but really you – he goes back and he fixes the mistakes and he works on the mistakes. You know, he doesn't just slide by with the, yeah, we won, we're, we're the greatest in the NFC North. He's looking at an entire season – and what they're up against, and the fact that they have closed out two very important games at the very final minutes of the game, which is something you don't really want to do. You want to have that ability, but you don't want to rely on that. Exactly. And, I mean, I'm looking at other three three teams. I mean, I'm looking at the Dolphins. I'm definitely looking at, at, um, you know, you you have the Patriots there, but I really like what I've even seen from the Saints. And you know I am. Not and that's going to be a game to watch. The Dolphins against the yes, Saints. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And for me, I feel like the Saints will outplay the Dolphins. Oh, that's a lot to throw out there. But I really do. I really, really, truly feel like that. What I've seen from the Saints has been phenomenal. They've got their coach back. If this was 2010, I, I would say they had their swagger back. Like I'm really feeling everything I'm seeing from the Saints. I'm looking forward to seeing Cameron Wake try to do what he does today. Really? Cameron Wake will get what he gets done. He he he's a he's a he's a lineman that you don't play with. Yeah, there is. He's been he's been he's been a strong part of their defense this season. So weird that that's definitely another. I know it's not an NFC North matchup, but that's definitely another great matchup to watch. So if they are showing that in your area, you've got to catch. That Saints Dolphins game, that's that's gonna be a great game to watch. So I've now, gotten tons of wait a minute. Wait a minute, I'm not gonna hang on. I'm not gonna go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I don't wanna let us sign off if we don't make that comparison between Rashad Johnson and Ronnie Lott. Playing without okay. fingers. Because <laughs> if you saw the pictures uh, of man, if you squeamish and I usually am when I see stuff like that. It just looked, it looked nasty, but you couldn't look away because it looked weird. It's like, how do you just lose a tip of a finger? The only explanation that I took, he just assumed that his hand was numb and it was in pain and he kept moving. 
And he's just like, oh, okay, let's go. But the shock I would have been in when I pulled my hand out of my glove and it's just missing and it's still in my glove, oh, my goodness. I would have been in shock. Forget the pain. Like, wait a minute. Wait. Whoa. <laughs> I put this glove on the hand of it. So I, just, I understand, but I, it's just going to be a mess. It's a matchup. It's See, amazing. Ronnie Lott said, Absolutely. take my finger off. He knew it was coming. Take it off. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's, and it's good. Welcome to football. So I've gotten tons of tweets. I've gotten tons of messages. And it looks like the Lions fans are swaying me more than the Bears fans. They're saying, okay, the Lions fans I mean, can they swear they you out. I'll, I'll just enjoy. I'll just one more person. I'll enjoy being disappointed. <laughs> but, but they put out, when I said I needed a reason, I'm kind of tearing this in this uh, and I mean, they've given me a, a billion reasons okay. as to why I should enjoy your reasons. I know I'm just saying that they they've gotten to me and pretty good reasons. I'd feel a little bit better if there was a name for us in there, but there's not. So you're going. Oh God! Enjoy your reasons. I don't have a – I haven't selected anyone. It's just when I put it out there, I mean, oh, my God, they sent me so many messages as to why I should – Retweet some of your reasons so all of us can see these reasons. I shall. I shall. I will do that in just a moment. I. <sighs> okay. So give me about one minute, and I will have a decision. But now we're down to the two-minute warning. Um, at the two-minute warning, I want to remind folks to go to footballfanrushradio.com. Make sure that you click on the Facebook like button and follow us on Twitter. Um, you all that want to be lazy, sorry for you. Just go to the website, and it's on the page. The links are there. Uh, and, this and we make it so easy. Here. We talk to our fellow fans and our friends and share and laugh and post pics. We make it so easy for you guys. You're right. We just put it on the website on the main page. If you can't find it, um, go get your glasses because that's the only reason you can't find it. <laughs> I guess even if you don't wear glasses, go get some. Go go get a pair. <laughs> <laughs> borrow, borrow your cousins and right. sisters and everybody else. All right, so final thoughts. You're definitely going with the Bears. Um, we both are going yes. with the Vikings. We both agree this was a really good week for Green Bay to get a bye. They've got to prepare for this heavy schedule they've got. Okay, when I have a three-year-old Lions fan, who I know she didn't type this. I know it came from her parents, but they put up the most lovely picture of her in her Calvin Johnson jersey. I am going to go for her sake because they asked on her behalf. So I'm just going to be the other See, no, you can't pull out tearjerker stuff like that. <laughs> no, because then that makes me, as a Bears fan, look like a jerk. <laughs> no, I put that, that question. can't be your reason. Okay, no, I put that out there you know what? All of our fans will have to stay tuned. In five minutes, I will tweet who I am going with in the Bears-Lions matchup. Coming from Cass and your co-host, Mikey, want to thank you guys for joining us, for tweeting us, for sending us messages and listening. Tune in next week when we talk about everything that happened in week four and what to expect in week five. This is Cass signing off from Football Fan Rush Radio.